I already knew him and I knew that he was known for freestyling. Um, you know, whatever happened to the freestyle rapper? Anyways, uh, but he was known for freestyling. And so he just walks in and just starts destroying it. And I'm trying to keep up with him doing this live beat set. This, the technology wasn't even that good back then. So I was kind of flying in the seat of my pants. And, but he was keeping up. We were, that was, that was like the first impromptu time we worked with each other. And I think from that point on, I was kind of like, uh, we actually need to do something. Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. This episode is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Tired? Hmm? Craving an energy drink, but you don't want to feel shitty and jittery afterwards? Well, try Dubby. Dubby Energy has this neural factor. It's a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. Yeah, this ingredient is what gives Dubby its laser focus and fast reflex effects, making it perfect for gamers. So, whether it's just had a long night, you know, just need some energy to go to work, Maybe a pre-workout or you want to get some gaming done, Dubby is for you. I highly recommend this. And they got some amazing flavors as well. Uh, very creative too, such as Dragonade, right? Dragonberry and Lemonade, um, Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach. Yes, delicious. It's basically Kool-Aid that gets you pumped. So what the hell are you waiting for? Check them out at Dubby.gg. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Yeah, and guess what? And for 10% off, at checkout, enter this coupon code, right? I got you. It's Screaming Chewy SH, all right? All together, caps. Screaming Chewy SH. And yeah, you got 10% off. Dobby, check them out. song that I'll ever make, you better have a killer buzz, just like Leatherface, don't worry about me, y'all, I'm up in a better place, I was only visiting, was never ever meant to stay, all the haters, I forgive you all the- Alright everyone, welcome back to the Screaming Chewy Show, and I have two special guests today, two very talented artists, I have Sean Harris. Yeah, yeah, what up? What's happening, Sean? Not much, man, just... Also got Jay Lugo. What up? How you doing? Doing good, guys. Doing good. I'm excited to have you on. Nice. You know, like I was telling you guys earlier, love your music. Very chill vibes. Very perfect for smoking. Oh, thanks. I, w- I was never high when I made any of this music. Me either. But like, w- it's great that we make high music. I wish I, I wish I was. I wish I was more high. God, those raps Ma- maybe terrible. I should start getting high and making music. 
that thing. Watch it come out completely different. I know it'll actually it'll sound like normal. Maybe it'll sound like the the opposite. It'll be like really energetic house music or like EDM or something. Yo, that'd be lit. <laughs> nah, more 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 than likely it would be like you know like a Family Guy. Remember when they like thought they were him and Lois was like really good. Okay, but yeah, they, exactly, like, but exactly. they were high and they were really terrible in real life. Oh, wait, but I, they thought they were amazing. Weren't they just screaming? Like, yeah, ah, it was yeah. terrible. Actually, you know what? I Never so mind. Bad. I did make music a lot when I was high, and that was like the first 15 years, and it was objectively awful. It was just, it was not good. My mom literally, she she just shook her head most of the time, and I was like, Mom, listen to this. She's like, why do you insist on pissing people off? <laughs> oh my god! Right, and that's why you don't make music high no more. Exactly. It's like, yeah. This is just it's like garbage. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Because his sound is actually very unique. It stands out a lot. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just from just our various like influences. Like you know, like like with me, I just didn't like come from like just just hip hop. You know, I uh, I came from a genre called drum and bass. So you know, I'm a jungle MC. You know, by nature. So like a lot of those influences of like you know electronic music, you know, just influences you know my my style and, and doing things. And plus, I'm a weirdo. I like weird rappers. So I think that's what it is. <laughs> same, bro. Same. Like if you're weird, I don't know. I dig you. Like there's one artist I'll say like I like a lot and like oh, why why do people hate him? Um, is it Hobo Johnson? I don't know. He's dope. He's dope as fuck. I'm sorry. I think I've heard of him before. Like, he doesn't rap, like, in the normal, like, you know, stanzas or pentameters or... Pentameters, right? Parameters? No. Pentameter. Pentameters, that's it. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Pentameters that normal rappers rap, too. Like, he just has his own very unique style, like, to rapping, and I dig it. You know, people are like, I hate that dude. I said, bro, bro, that delivery is, like, it's great. Like, it's... (laughs) It's... Ah... Yeah, well, I mean, there's so much, there's so much uh, rap music now that that's uh, the same. It's almost Facts. identical. I, 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 and I mean, I'm gonna sound very old, but <laughs> there was a time, there, there was a time way back, way, way back before the, 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 the sound clouds, uh, <laughs> and the, uh, the internets when you were kind of encouraged to have a, a very unique flow and a, a very unique approach. Because you were God, trying to represent like, your particular area, or you're trying to represent, you're trying to just bring something new yeah. to the the canon of, of what rapping could be. Mm-hmm. And I like right now, I, I I listen to any let's say any the uh, top rap uh, Spotify playlist or something, and it just it it kind of sounds the same. You're right. I mean, it's that's because just because like in music to me, it's just it became a product, right? A manufactured product. So it's just like you know, if you want to be successful, you have to sound a certain way, you know, because that's what most people did. You know, like back, you know, back in like I wouldn't say back in the day, but let's say back in the early mid two thousands, like you know, you were really encouraged to. You mean you mean twenty years ago? Twenty years ago. Damn, we're old. Yes, bro, we're old <laughs> for real. So like, so like twenty years ago, right? Like you know, rappers back then, like. You were encouraged to like to have your own style, you know what I'm saying? And follow dudes who had their own styles, you know what I'm saying? Like you had like like the Def Jux label on the East Coast and you had like let's say Anticon on the West, like just crazy underground rappers, like those one who doesn't rap, who doesn't rhyme words. Yeah. Right? Like those type of like MCs existed in the world that you that you like liked and wanted to be and like you know, like when somebody saw the almighty dollar and saw, Oh, we can make this style like prominent, then it's just 
you know, people just went towards that, and this is what they do. Samesies. We're in a, we're in an era of samesies. I guess, the, but who's the thing? It's like you know, it's it's to buy, but who's who's buying? Like who's really buying? You don't get that much money from streaming either. No, you don't so, make that much money. In so music, what what's man. the point in trying to have the same sound as the last guy when you're not getting that much money from the 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 residual? <laughs> maybe the leftover listens. Yeah, the leftover the streams, crumbs, right? <laughs> yeah, because the ones who are who are actually making money, like that's super manufacturing. There's so much money behind it, you know. Like it's just the whole idea behind America, right? Like just this whole like capitalistic system we're in, you know. Like yeah. the more money you put into it, you know, the better, the, the more product you're gonna get. You know, what I'm saying you put money into like streams and stuff like that. That's actually I explained to a homeboy about TikTok. I'm like, yeah, you can totally pay to get more views for your TikTok videos. Yep. So that's the thing. Facts. Like, Promoting. Yeah, you could just do it. Just the, the promotion system is exactly what it's for. You're like, oh, I just want to put 20 bucks in. Okay, cool. You get 1,000 views instantly. You know you, you know what's making the the money right now, though, is, is podcasts. Hey, Chewy, do you pay people to 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 stream your, your podcast? Uh, Come nope. on, be honest. Nope. Really? really? Okay. There are many. I, I, I think there's scammers, but I get, like, people from India, and they're like, I'm professional podcast promoter. I get you number one on Spotify and Apple, but I just let my stuff organic. Okay. Um. But it's hard, bro. Dude, the good news is we can get about like 10 extra people that would be outside of your bubble to listen to this particular podcast. <laughs> no. All right. That's a little self-deprecation. We can probably get like 20. Maybe. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, I did the podcast. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I actually listened to people talking. I didn't do all the talking. It was weird. <laughs> you know, I'm actually having Tommy Chong. Next what? month on the show. What? That's yeah. huge. Like lifelong That's like hero, so dude. huge. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous, guys. Yeah, yeah. I would be nervous. I don't even know what I'm going to ask him. Like, I, I just went blank. Like, first off, wow. are you, do you have to get high with him? Like, do you, is that a prerequisite to get high and then do the podcast? I think I'm going to get high. You have to. Like, you, you I, I can't I'm be not, sober. I hope I'm not all stupid, bro. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh funny, dude. <laughs> dude, it's funny. It's like, uh, so you know what that reminds you of? You ever been to, like, Harambe here in Tucson? No. What oh, is this? Oh, my God, sir. Wait, Harambe was? You never, you never really been to Harambe? So, Harambe is like a, like a, basically like a weed bar. And oh, they just smoked okay. out in the bar. And, and, like, you know, I went, like, with, with my girlfriend. I went with my girlfriend, like, we went to um, to a comedy night because she's, like, you know, an up-and-coming comedian. So we go there, and, like, everyone's super high in there. Like, you go in there, dude, you just hit a wall of weed. You're like, oh. What? And then they have, like, liquid weed. Like, I, I'm old. Liquid like the oil? No, like, you could drink this shit. I don't know what it is. Oh, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, and I'm just like, the, mm. What are they? The, those tinctures, right? I don't those know what they are. Yeah. But I was just like, fuck, I can't, I can't. So, you know, I'm in there, sober as a gay bird, but high because it's in there. And the comedians are also high. So everyone's high in there. So at one point, oh, my God. And, like, uh, you know, my girlfriend, she's going to put it in her comedy routine because it's hilarious. And she actually did. Like, literally, like, he, the comedian's like, he's like, you know, doing crowd response to the crowd. He's like, oh, lady, like, he's something, something. You ask her question. She's like, what? Nah, I'm just I'm just looking at this feathered like uh, chandelier up here, and then he started looking at the chandelier, and they both were high for a second about it. <laughs> and then like there was this one dude, and he was just like laughing at every everything like the the guy was just saying like it was like extra high funny to him. Oh man, it was, yeah, like, the giggles, bro. Dude, I never I... ate so much afterwards. Like we went to like OTR afterwards, <laughs> and just me and her just eating food, and there was like a waitress there who like had these big psycho eyes. 
And she was she was very nice, very nice lady. But she's just like, can I help you? How can I help you? And we're just like, your energy is much different from mine. Can you please, <laughs> like, just can you just please move slower. Like, I will tip you, lady. What the fuck? Can you smile like with your eyes? Oh, she do. <laughs> She had that like she'll kill you like straight up like yo I'll tip you to leave me alone right for real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. bro I'm telling you she was, Dude, I, I, she was on it maybe I was higher or something but I don't know but she was just just on you like the, like we you need we water? comedy like, clubs are kind of like a thing now and it's like it's nationally you know it's slowly becoming legal nationally but like weed comedy clubs are, are kind of a thing and it's just. There's that thing when you're a stand-up comedian that, uh, like, other people who are not stand-up comedians are always like, how do you deal with bombing? And I'm like, how do you deal with bombing high in a room with everybody's high? Like, they're kind of... Are, are they either, like, all in, or do you just expect they're them not, to not give you a reaction? But that's the whole thing. They're so high. They're, they're like, the, the laughters aren't, like, really there, and they're kind of delayed. <laughs> so the comedian thinks they're bombing, but they're yeah, not. We're yeah, just, yeah. Everyone's just high. Like, they're in their own so, mind and right? shit. Zoned yeah, out. Exactly. They, don't, they don't even think they're there at this point. <laughs> they're like, where are we? I don't know. I'm high as fuck. You, like, you, you're high. You took me on a journey, man, and I forgot to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's exactly what that is. You know, it's funny you guys say that. Friday night, we did a podcast. And I was like high as fuck, dude. Yeah. And my homegirl, she looks at me, she's like, Chewy, you're fucking high, huh? And I'm like, how could you tell? And she's like, because you got quiet and your eyes oh, are this yeah, big. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm a quiet stoner. That's why I tried not to get some. I, but, and that's another thing. I'm a sleepy stoner. So if I get, if I, and edibles are my thing, man. Ooh. Um, but I sleep too well. The last time I took edibles, I was on vacation and, um, I slept so well in an unfamiliar bed that I dislocated a rib. Fuck! Seriously. Uh, so, and the next day we had to go to the Grand Canyon and we walked like, because it's the beautiful Grand Canyon. And so we walked like eight miles and I was still had a dislocated rib and the entire time I would be like, this is beautiful. And ah, oh. God, and every time I took a breath, oh, <laughs> you know, but it's like, you, you got it. You, is the weed too good or am I just too lightweight? I don't know. You got it. You know, it, the, well, edibles are strong as fuck. Really. Yeah, and I did take a little bit too much, but you know, you just gotta, you, you gotta worry about it. Then it like hits you later, so like that's just terrible. It was it within like thirty minutes. I I took it thirty minutes. I'm like I am sleepy, and then boom, out like a light for nine hours, and then you know the alarm nine goes hours off. Straight. I didn't even get up to pee. And I'm an old man, you know. Old, old guys they get up to pee like five times a night, and that's normal. That's just a normal thing. You just kind of learn to live with it, it you know. Yeah. But I guess, you know, the edibles and the lack of, like, cats and things to wake me up in the middle of the night, I kind of just slept un weirdly for nine hours, and I dislocated my ribs. So, God damn. Children, if you're listening. <laughs> there are no children listening to this. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> children, if you're listening, just beware of the edibles, okay? You just make sure that you're, in yeah. a, you're laying on your back and your, your legs are slightly elevated. So, <laughs> you know, your back. Oh, man. No, that's that's true. Dislocated like, rib. That's when it hits you later, right? You're like, doop -doop -doop -doop. I think I can do things, and you're like, oh, oh. You're like, ah, I'm dying. Dude, <laughs> I went to I went to a movie with a homie. We saw Guardians of the Galaxy three, and he's like, we're sitting there, like we're about to, like we're ordering food. He's like, hey, bro, I'm on an edible. 
high as fuck right now. They're like, and then good, we're all tripping on the movie watch. prices and shit because like they're expensive <laughs> as fuck now. Oh, yeah. they went up, dude. Not only that, they went up. You can't even get free refills anymore of like popcorn. Yeah, and shit. dude. They're just like, no, nah, you got to be a part of the club. Like, what? What the oh, fuck, club? That's bullshit. So I was gonna say, like, the club actually kind of pays for itself. Me and my girl, well, she's she's got the club. Um, and yeah, like, you know, it, so right now we're in a, a crap season for movies. Mm-hmm. Don't watch any movies for like three months because, you know, it's only going to get good again until they start worrying about Oscars. But then you'll have like five, seven credits lined up where you can just go to the movies for free. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's, well, God, why am I? I feel like I'm advertising the movie. <laughs> today's sponsor. Yeah, today's today. episode is sponsored. Cinemark's Movie Club. <laughs> today's, today's episode is sponsored by Cinemark, the movie club thing where you take edibles and you complain about how high the movie prices are and... and Whatever happened to free refills and popcorn? Dude, of course you, you want extra butter. Like they don't even trust you. Like, 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 and I, and I mean, this is the Harkin. So, like, like at least Cinemark like lets you like get the free drinks. Oh yeah, with yeah. their little drink machine that has every drink known to man. Which yes. I still don't understand the magic behind that. I think there's elves in that motherfucker. I'm like, how the fuck? Dude, how so can many you flavors. go from how can you go from cherry cola to like mellow yellow zero? Like how the fuck out of one machine? Like so they finally found like the soda machine that would match like the sound and the movie projector. It's like the most state-of-the-art soda. It it's amazing. Dude, Dude I do like I do like suicide Dr. Peppers. So I I'll like well diet Dr. Pepper so I'll do like cherry vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> Regular diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and they'll like cycle through like mm, yes actually I think I want a little bit more vanilla in this mixture today. <laughs> it's like a science lab. Yeah. Dude and there's like orange root beer. I'm like what the fuck? That's crazy, right? Yeah. Like they just have all kinds of shit in there. You're just like, what the fuck is this? Like, why? Orange How come this isn't yeah. everywhere? Like, you get mad when you go to Circle K. Like, what the fuck, Circle K? Like, you can have this. <laughs> yeah, this you can. Accident, be a thing. You can accidentally come up with like the combination for four loco. You just Yo, <laughs> exactly. Yo. Or battery acid, one of the or two. Or battery acid, like, yeah. See which one kills you first. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, God damn, this thing cleans my grill, homie. Like, shit. <laughs> uh, you guys are... We're getting a little bit of grapefruit LaCroix and orange root beer, and I swear it's passion fruit for loco. Oh, my God. Dude, or CLR. Or CLR. Yeah, yeah. You just put your fucking shower head in there overnight and just fucking take all the rust out. Yo. You're, like, you're like, God, all the calcium. I remember those commercials. Oh, God. Man, you guys are fucking characters, man. Um, uh, how right, long we, have, we haven't even talked about music. Well, we kind of talked about music. Anyways, how long have you guys known each other or started working together? Oh, man. I think, what, 2019? Yeah, that's when we first... Well, I mean, we we had known each other. We had met each other many years prior. Yeah, many years prior. But it was one of those things that I think I was I was busy doing other stuff, and he was busy doing other stuff, and doing our own life got in the way, and we never really linked up appropriately where we could actually accomplish anything. But I think uh, uh, one time I was playing a beat set. I remember it was, must have been two thousand nine or something like that. Beat set. I was playing a beat set, and he walks in, and he just starts freestyling over my beats. What? And I was like, "Yo, that is mad disrespectful. Like, why are you gonna, <laughs> why are you gonna step all over? It? This is my time to shine, son. I thought you were gonna say, "Wow, that's cool. Me too. But, I mean, Me I mean, too. Oh my god. I was just like, uh, oh. No, it was. It, no, he was really good. Because I, I, you know, 
But at the same time, I was just like, who is this dude just walking in? I, I had already known him. I had already known him. Yo, how dare you? Know, you? I, 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 no, I'm joking, man. I'm joking the whole shit. thing. <laughs> yeah, no. So I already knew him, and I knew that he was known for freestyling. Um, you know, whatever happened to the freestyle rapper? Anyways, uh, but he was known no, no. for freestyling. And so he just walks in and just starts destroying it. And I'm trying to keep up with him doing this live beat set. Listen, the technology wasn't even that good back then, so I was kind of flying in the seat of my pants. And but he was keeping up. We were that was that was like the first impromptu time we worked with each other. And I think from that point on, I was kind of like, uh, we actually need to do something. But then you know, jobs and life and different apartments and you know, all sorts of stuff happened. But we finally lined it up in like 2000, yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it 18? I think it was 2018, dude. Was it 2018? Yeah, because I, I lived at that old place downtown. Um, maybe it is, and it just got late. No, because it took yeah. us maybe a year to make that first project. It did, it did. And it, was, it was like a lot of weird late nights because like his girl was like working, like she was working at the bar at the time. Yeah. So like we would have to do it like when she went to work. So oh, like it was yeah. like on a Friday night, like late night, like recording. Yeah, and it's only because uh, and it, she'd be cool if we started recording stuff and she was in the other room. I oh, just yeah. I just didn't want her no, judgment. No. I didn't want her judgment. <laughs> like talking shit. What the yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Dude, it's, it's, that it's, it's is amazing. Was, yeah. What are you talking about? She wouldn't care. She, she's she, it's like she's gonna pop in. Like. Mm. Yeah, she just pops in and just shakes her head to the it's side. It's ball and fall, no. not y'all. Like, what? The, why are you giving me rap advice? Like, what the heck, lady? You're going to start yeah. correcting the, the grammar. The Universe of Every Religion and None. Written by Roderick Edwards. Narrated by John Ashton Nickerson. Roderick Edwards is the author of books as varied as a fictional account of a person living in a deserted world to an autobiography about his adoption and reunion to this book about the universe. Find out more at RoderickE.com. It was like a tightrope. It was like amazing. Dude, they, I don't know why they sleep on top of the couch. Like Dude, that. it's dope. So like, just to let the audience know, like, you know, Chewy's like we're at Chewy's house and it's awesome if you want to know what the podcast is now you know ah uh, dun 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 <laughs> so like his dog like tight ropes the like back of the couch to like lay on there but it was like that dog was super careful about like it has fallen before a couple he times it, it, <laughs> one time he was just like that and I went to pet him and you know how they roll on their back to pet their belly yeah. he fucking rolled off the couch uh, <laughs> see he has trauma look at look at just trauma He's uh, an OG now. He is. He's like, dude, like, it was great. Anyway, I'm sorry. My ADD <laughs> he's he's, tell, he's telling his other dog home. He's like, I've seen some things, guys. Look, <laughs> here's what you do not do. All right. I know you're going to want to get up high and on the yeah. edge of that couch, but he's going to come by and you're going to want a belly rub, but don't do it. Don't, no, don't do it. Do you it. It was wrong. It'll be the scariest half second yeah. of your life. All right. Yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just remember like, um, so like, so when we actually finally hooked up, you know, like uh, Lugo gave me a bunch of beats and there was one beat in particular. It's a beat that actually ended up becoming It's Okay Not to Make It. And like, you know, I, and I wrote a song to it. It's actually the first song I wrote for that project. Um, Unfuck Yourself. And oh, I like, love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was me like getting back into rapping because like, I had quit rapping at that point. Like, you know, like I, I was doing things, things were going really well. And then like, just all of a sudden they didn't. 
you know, I got like, you know, I'm diabetic and I got like the diagnosis got a little worse and I got worried about everything. And I was like, I need to live real life. And, you know, and at that time I had like an ex-wife that was like, you need to live real life. Like you can't like want to be this fancy rapper anymore because, you know, you got to start taking care of yourself. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, so I stopped rapping. So Unfuck Yourself was the album to get me like back into like making music. But I remember you know, like doing that song and showing it to him. And he's like, man, I, I didn't think anyone could ever rap over like that beat. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for the project. Yeah. So then we, so, and that, and that's the thing. It's like, I remember wanting to work with Sean and like I said, things happened, life got in the way and he kind of fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. And I mean, I would see him at a show every once in a while, but I, I was doing a lot of live beat sets back then. There was a, a show called, um, pushing buttons and it was a uh, thunder canyon but it started at a place called flycatcher and we said it was like a monthly beat you know beat maker meetup and it was oh, nice. pretty popular it was pretty popular at the time Sounds there was neat. a lot of people you know hundreds hundreds of people coming through at its, at the height of its popularity and one time i saw sean and he was in the audience and i had a beat set and I told the organizer of the event, I was like, turn off the microphone because this motherfucker, he's going to come up and you're going to start freestyling over my shit. <laughs> Again! So disrespectful, oh my man. God. So disrespectful with that freestyle. You just, you know, you come up. I mean, I had prepared. I have weeks was coming up with those beats. Just and me, just just me and my MPC, oh just my in God. thoughts happening, you know, pouring I feel my like heart I'm out. I such a cad now. Yeah, pouring pour my heart out into this stuff. And then he just I mean, comes literally in here like, and grabs the microphone the and day. just starts like, freestyling. Yeah, like, you can't like, go there freestyle all the time. I'm like, oh. Hey, yeah. well, that's, that, that, that's chemistry right there. That's you know? chemistry, yeah, yeah. You guys made it happen. Exactly, man. yeah. The, basically, the chemistry of this, uh, of this whole not music project. I mean, not one to rap. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, please don't talk over my beats. But he does. He does every single time. Every time we release something. <laughs> like, it was nine Isn't times he did for this Isn't album. Isn't that the irony of all of it, though? Like, he didn't want me over his beats, and now we make projects. And we want, I'm literally over his beats. It was <laughs> meant to be. It was <laughs> meant to be. Who won, motherfucker? Who it's won? <laughs> So like the first album though, the first album is very much. And by the way, I, I hope you know that I'm like ninety eight percent joking. Um, no, no, no. So like, those, those first beats for that first album were all for that particular event, pushing buttons, oh. and the whole vibe of that was um, drunk people listening to hip hop instrumental beats, right? So I had no idea there was no, those beats were never intended for anybody to rhyme over. And so with the fact that he actually he hit me up, he gave he like did a full song. Just like just like that. yeah, he grabbed my beat, sent it to me over the phone of him rapping over it. I was like, God dang, all right, this actually works. This actually works. I can see it now. Before I couldn't see it. I didn't think anybody would or could. And it was a strange event because people would come, there would be a whole bunch of beat makers and there would be a bunch of rappers in the audience, but no rappers were ever linking up with beat makers saying, let's start a project, right? None, it was just, none. It was, it was the, the strangest weirdest, thing. It was yeah. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's I was like just all, like, yeah, it's all like, divided. Yeah. yeah, it was like the rappers weren't like trying to hit them up, you know? And, I, I, and I was like, are, are the rappers shy or the beat makers shy? Well, and it maybe, was just like, you, you got like two groups of creative introverts 
It, like, not wanting to talk to and each I also other. think it was like a financial factor because you know like one thing like yeah. you know the host always say like pay money and like you know a rapper we're like oh. we're broke what do you mean <laughs> yeah. Yo, so money in this? like I'm like you know like I can't pay you for like a leasing of a beat sir yeah. like I'm broke we need to do a project like we just yeah. that's what we need to do yeah rap music yeah. is is amazing because it's all these people it's all these broke dudes talking about how much money they have Oh yeah, and chains and <laughs> our money. Our money they try to make, right? Like you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. They talk to dudes. And you're like, hey, you know, like, and you know, the reality is, it's like, dude, you know, we just took the number six bus together. We just got <laughs> off the bus. Like, did you see that dude? Like, OD'd on whatever <laughs> in the back there. Like, I think he was dead. I know, dude. That's crazy. Anyways, uh, I, got, I got this. I got this show. I got, I got to play this song. Hold on. It's like I got money. I got money. Me and my money. Me and my money. Like, god damn it. Dude, it'll, it'll be, be, it'll lying, be that dude. scenario. Like, it'll be on a scenario. Let's say on like on the rappers. It'll be it'll be that scenario. Like that exact scenario. And then the producer turns to yeah, do 150 bucks for them beats. Like, yeah, exactly. bro, we was on the bus. I, we were just, I, don't have like, that. I know, son. I'm trying to get off of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I, I get it. I get that you want to like, come the bus up. There's is nothing free wrong. right now. There is nothing wrong with you wanting to make money, but god dang it, you know what I'm saying? Like what the heck you know anyway like, Sean you owe me for them beats we, you know, we gotta, oh we my gotta, god we gotta do those payment plans man oh. you know we gotta do the payment plan. you know and that's good you, it's called credit you can't get blood out turn up no. the free trial is over yeah the free right. trial yeah it, it it's takes like, two, like, two album free trial it's like serious wow that's like a drug dealer you know when I get them hooked right? you know when I saw your album name unfuck yourself I'm like it's like he's speaking directly to me oh man and then I heard the music and I'm like I dig I know, especially like my first song about like getting high and going to work. Yeah, for I'm real. So, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm fucked up and I'm fucking high because I'm stupid. And you know, that just shows the talents on both parts. You know what I mean? How's like my old call center days? <laughs> call center days? Because, like, you know, making beats is not easy. No, no, it's like, not. I've tried it and like I just made a fucking mess. And I'm like, man, this is a lot harder than it looks, <laughs> you know? And then for you to just freestyle like that with his beat. Like nothing, like and then he does it night after night. It, he's like a fountain of endless inspiration, creative flow. I don't know. It, and that's the thing. I, I don't have to do anything for Sean to get into the flow, except ignore him. Ignore him to the point where he bugs me enough where I'm like, okay, come on, I have a couple of free hours, and like you know, my girl's gonna be gone, so like, let's sir, record it. We, we gotta record. I'm sorry. Like we need to make. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing too. Like me, I always like. I would start projects but never finish them and it was like a big deal to me to like to to put something out yeah it's just like and for and fuck and yourself I, it could definitely feel that that kind of you needed to get he needed to get it done just to prove to himself like look i can make you know mm -hmm. and so it was kind of like serendipity that you know i was playing that show that one night and i told the i, I told rock to turn off the mic because he's gonna start freestyling over my stuff and then <laughs> uh, but we I'm actually we put head. it together. We put it together, and you know he was really hungry though. He really needed to do that, because me I could make beats all the time. Um, and they kind of they're all right. They mean something, but nobody. I, I don't know. I guess a lot of people do listen to to instrumental hip hop beats, but if you're not kind of plugging yourself into that whole lo-fi beats to study to or um you know doing beats for for podcasts or placements or sync license or whatever mm -hmm. um 
then you're kind of, it, it's kind of meaningless. <laughs> it's kind of a meaningless endeavor. And that's fine. You know, that's absolutely fine. I, I do this music stuff because it makes me happy. And um, I don't get a lot of free time. So when I do get free time, um, I you don't want to be doing podcasts, but I would rather be. <laughs> I'd rather be. He's all staring at you. I'd rather be. I know. Like, like making a, a beat. You know, it's like, like why'd you bring me here, Sean? <laughs> but it works. But they'd be talking the whole time, right? Like, like you get, get him in here. He's dominating the conversation, talking about how he cut the mic off for uh, me. And it's it's irony he says that because literally that's um. It's pretty much how, like, Jungle MC worked, man. Like, when I first started to Jungle MC, like, you know, DJs would, like, cut me off. I remember one time one <laughs> DJ got so mad, he took the mic out of the mixer, bro, like this. <gasps> He's not doing it. He just like, ripped it off? Just ripped it out the mixer, like, that guy's not doing it on my set. I'm like, cool. Then years and years later, that same dude, like, hey, bro, can you MC for my set? Nah, I'm good. Nah, man. Nice. That's no, the best I'm, for I'm, I'm like, I'm like I'm, I'm, You had your chance. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I just do it with these guys. We're like a group. And, like, just walked away. And he was like, oh. I was like. Mic drop. Like, you don't think I remember you did that shit, you punk bitch? Like, right? Like, for real. Like, it's so disrespectful. That's rude as oh, fuck. I know. Now I got well, to revenge on this motherfucker. What? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see, and that's the thing. You know, working with this dude, he's he's just he holds a grudge for so many years. That's why he's. That's why today he's finding out that I, I you know, uh, muted the mic on him. Oh my god, I was. <laughs> he's gonna remember I this. Was, I was. That, that never, motherfucker. I swear to God, he ain't shit. That never happened. That never happened. <laughs> sure, we're gonna ask Rock. Oh, I'm gonna see Rock tonight at Poetry. Oh, so. good, oh shit. good. Hey good. Rock. Hey, did Luca ever cut the mic off? <laughs> and, and, and Roxy to be like I cut the mic off from Lugo That motherfucker talks too much <laughs> Yeah and besides like You know MC And I also do like Spoken word poetry And stuff like that too Which is something I Like I did back in the day But then I recently Got back into And I and managed to get gigs out of So that was actually really cool And I met like Really cool poets I just ended up Writing a chat book um, Yeah So it's pretty good in My first chat book ever of poems and it's about observations of people I saw and met you know nice. in, in that like six months time frame which is pretty cool it's uh it's pretty crazy um yeah like I have one like about a stripper in the strip club nice I want to hear that one. Oh, that's great <laughs> it's called the leader like it's like it's at the it's at uh the boat and there's like uh there's like a bunch of strippers and there was just one she was the leader of them like they wouldn't make moves without her it was so weird what? so literally I go in there you know, and I'm a divorce. I'm a, I'm a divorced man, so you know, I went to strip club. Sorry, that's what I did. Boys will be boys. That's how you. That's how that works, guys. I'm sorry for men, straight men. I don't know if like if gay men go out there. I have no idea how that any of that works, but for straight <laughs> men, you know, we're up in there. So I would notice this lady. So literally, I went there one night and like sat there for two hours and I wrote this poem. Creepy, creepy, right? <laughs> it's so creepy. I sat there and wrote the poem and denied all kinds of dances. They're just like, "Oh, do you want to dance?" No, it's cool. I got these drinks. You're just writing. No, just sitting there I, writing and looking no, at her and just putting no, it back down. No, please don't give me a lap dance. I am writing. Like I'm a writer, ladies. <laughs> you don't know about me. <laughs> and you know, like and, you know, like, they try to sit next to you and talk to you, like oh, you're later, like conversation. here's my chat book. They're like, what that the fake fuck conversation. Is a oh, oh, I'm going to give it to her. Oh, that's the plan. Well, good. You haven't done this yet? No. I'm like, here you go, Denta. I wrote about you. Can't remember me. Uh, I, dude, I would totally offer to go with you to the strip club to, you know, be just, a part of this just, event. Just but I just moment. do not look good in black lights and neon. Me, I just, me I just, too. I, I have a lot of lit in my clothes, so like you can just see and, it. And, and just, I'm like, I, oh. 
I'm, I'm just too old now for them strip clubs. I, I go in there and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, young lady, put your clothes on. Come on. You're now. like their dad. Yeah. You or, no, or the worst is like when you're in there, right? And like you're in there and let's say you're getting the dance. And then like, you know, you're talking to them and they're just like, oh, how are you? And they're like, 28. And me, I'm old man. I'm like, how are you? 43. And then she's, <laughs> and she's like, that's okay. I'm like, what do you mean that's okay? I can have kids your age. Like, no. Right. They have daddy issues. It's right. Okay. <laughs> I probably kicked it with their home. I probably rapped with their dad. Yeah. It's true. I know. It's true. Like, I it's remember like, that fool. It's, it's I like, battled I, him. Like, I what? sold your dad drugs. Right? God, that's how you got made. <laughs> we used to work in the call center together. I know that motherfucker. Yeah. Yo, I was high. <laughs> I remember one time I saw a child. I got, I got, that I got too oh, high God, to pull so out. And he just, damn it. So that's how you're here. I'm sorry. And now, you you went down now you're giving me a dance. Do you want to you know go VIP? You know what, though? <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing. You know, she, she's probably doing that because she's making damn good money and she don't want to do anything oh, else. There's, I mean, there, is nothing, cool. there is nothing wrong with stripping, in my opinion. Like, absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like, that is a hustle. And ladies, if you've got the talent to do it, then fucking do it. That's like having your own OnlyFans. You lucky bastards. You're making more money than me. That's amazing. So fucking do it. That's my that's life best. advice. Fucking yeah. do it. True, true. Because, you know, I just, I, can't, I was pretty, I, can't, I do it. I can't get out of being that old man. I'm like, oh, let's put your clothes on. Dear God. Dear, oh. It's a Sunday, it, ladies. It, you should be in church. I, what? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like you, know you, can, you know you can do something else. I'm like, but you like doing this. Okay, I get it. Like, but then I, I, then I start, really quickly, I start thinking about, like, well, why the fuck am I here, actually? Like, why am I at the strip club? I'm like, I'm not... See titties, bro. To see titties in charge. Yeah, I guess. See titties in charge. Yeah, like in the flesh. Like you, you can't hit the oh, rewind no. or pause button on that. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not trying to get canceled today, but you know that is why you're in the strip club. We're all adults here. Like, let's be adults right. about yeah. it. Like, I don't understand that. And they're like, oh, it's like you're adults. That's what that place is for. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like believing that massage therapists at the massage places give you massages. Happy ending, right? Like true, mm, true. they're not giving you massages. That's not how any of that works. Oh, you got big egg roll. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you see. Oh my god! Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it's funny. Like, have you ever like been to a strip club, got dances from stripper, and then see said stripper in the public? Oh yes. Like I remember, I saw one. Like I remember, like when I did vaudeville, there was like a black girl, and she was she was pretty, and like you know, I got dances from her. And I saw her like doing like I used to like hype crowds at Bible on Friday nights. And it was like a really good night. It was like super packed every Friday. And like uh, you know, and I see her and I'm like, holy crap, like, oh my god, this is the lady. I hope she doesn't say a word to me, right? You know, like I'm like, oh, it's embarrassing. And like I was paying for dances, you know. She doesn't say a word. And I end up going to a circle like maybe a year later, and like she's like, Oh, hi, I'm like, oh yeah, hey, I remember. She remembered you? She totally did. Like, not nice. only remember me, remember like like when she gave me lab dances, she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you were like that person." Like, what? And she's like more interested in me, like this and that. Like, oh, you just do this. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I do a lot of things. And she's like, oh, that's cool. Like, also, I remember you know the dances I got. I really like them. Like, you're cool. I was like, oh. One time I saw the, I went to the strip club, and one of the dancers, I remembered I I knew her from high school. Okay. And I'm like, fuck yes. I always wanted to see her titties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, when in high school. Yeah. 
When in Rome, you dream of titties you know? oh my in God. high school Rome. Ten right? years right. later, you know. And then you see her and you're just like, oh, snap, son. You mean I can pay for these now? I'm like, yeah. That's an, I, this is the fantasy. <laughs> I, I've been to the, and God, I'm such a prude. I think I'm just realizing this now. I'm just kind of a prude. I've always been that. But like, I've been to the strip club like three or four times in my life. And every time, I, I, every time I was so fucking high, I was so faded. And it was like in various different parts of my life. So whether it was the time I was high on pain pills or the time I was way too coked up to be in public or the time I was way too stoned. And it's just like every time I've been to a surf club, it's always like, <laughs> this is weird. Oh, I don't know if I like this. I mean, cool titties. I get it. Yeah. So wait, what are the customs of the strip club? <laughs> hey guys, fill me in. What do we do here? You know, it's just it's you know, every time it's like I have to learn what to do. I, I feel you on that because I, you know, I've done, I've been to the strip club while coked out. Yeah, and it sounds cool, but you're just sitting there with anxiety I, next yeah. to a naked girl. <laughs> exactly. And then she's like, I'm all trying, sweating she, and shit. She's doing her dro- job touching you, and you're like, don't touch me. <laughs> God damn it, I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm trying not to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. Right. Guys, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Hopefully there's a flower guy you can give her flowers. And they're like, you're, oh you're like actually trying to oh court shit. He's like... probably touching himself in the bathroom. No, he's doing more cocaine, obviously. No, right. no, he is. He is. <laughs> he's, just... he's not thinking how to approach you as if he's really trying to be with you. Like, you're in some random bar. Like, oh, yeah, can I get your number? Like, that's not how this works, sir. She's at work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand. She's what, doing what, this what, Okay, one time I was a designated driver. To, at a bachelor party and they all wanted to go to the strip club and I wasn't designated so I was I, I was in that altered mind state at a strip club I was sober I was and it was the weirdest it almost felt like it almost felt like like uh, too clinical it, it was like this whole experience that somebody is getting some sort of sexual something out of this shit was like far too clinical and planned out and it's just like how could it, at that point I had an objective take I was like how can anybody be oh, into this my perverseness outweighs all that shit <laughs> you know, oh, don't yeah. bother me they don't fucking bother me what, what? I know what I'm in there for and this is why he does the words and I do the beats I don't know I'm just it, like it works. I'm sorry I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just turn that little... shit off and keep going sir. yeah that's how this works that's weird no but um anyways <laughs> I'm still, I'm still just reeling back and see. I hold grudges. I'm just reeling back to the fact you turned the mic off. That was, was a lie. God damn it, that was a lie, Sean. As soon as you saw him in the that. crowd, no. hey, you just do kill it, kill yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that dude well, sucks. Who was on that? You suck. It's just that like, you know you're gonna like. He's like, I don't respect your art. I'm just gonna do me. Yeah, yeah you were just gonna just rap all over my beats. Well, rap well. I had a theme there, but they couldn't hear the theme. Because <laughs> of my words. The, the theme was about the awkwardness more, of the strip club. But more rappers didn't do and, that. But I put that in the beat, son, and you nobody could pick up on that. Oh, you're fucking funny. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Man, you guys are fucking great. No, it's funny. So right? so how I, how I met this guy, it's like, dude, it's like his good friend's Arlene. And Arlene, like, she, she's a wonderful singer. She is, dude. But this dude was like hilarious. And I'm like, oh man, just like, gotta do comedy, my guy. Like, you're just funny. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me. I was like, just do, do it, bro. Do it. It's so funny. Appreciate I, I, it. Have, have you hit up any of the mics in town? I have not. Yeah, dude. Like, Should uh, I? Yeah, like my uh, my girlfriend, she doesn't. I, look, girl, they, they, you're gonna comedy. bomb. 
You're going to bomb uh, and, or you might kill. Who knows? Just You'll never know it. until you try it. Yeah. Now, if you do bomb, they, they set it up to where it's like only like three minutes or something, but they'll give you the light. If you're really sucking, they'll give you the light and they will save your ass because like bombing for one minute feels like a small eternity. And, oh, I could imagine. Yada, yada. Man, yeah. So it's got to you know, be you, bro. Just go up there and just talk yeah. your shit. That's it. Right, as, long you ta- as long as you talk your shit, you're fine. Like, you going to be high either. Yeah. yeah You've had comedians on here before, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just ask them for pointers, dude. Oh, comedians love to talk about the, the art of comedy. They're, comedians are the only people who take comedy seriously, which is weird now that I say it. <laughs> like comedy seriously but yeah they take comedy seriously no they do they and they do. have like a, a, a full on structure this is how you structure your set this is how you introduce yourself this is you know this is what you end on this is what you talk about in the middle uh, and and then you'll be like well three minutes is not enough and that is a fucking lie dude three minutes is like an eternity yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever like have you ever like fought like sparred in boxing for a three minute round it's the same thing it seems yeah, for, yeah. it's three minutes but it seems forever Ever. you're like you're so tired, tired. You're out of breath <laughs> getting punched in your face after a while you're just like i'm just i don't just keep punching me to the bell the bar is open sit back grab a cold one and get ready for the news you didn't even know you from the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. Like right, dude. I'm telling you, man. The first time I sparred, that's how it was. was Boxing is uh, awesome, and you always want to try it until the first time you get punched, and your legs buckle, (laughs) and you're just like, "Can you please stop punching me?" And like, that's boxing, idiot. That's what happens. You just get punched, and you punch back. You see that all the time because you know I train fighting like in Muay Thai and stuff like that. Haven't did in a while, but like that's exactly what that is. It's like it's hilarious. It's like people go in there and they're like they call them bag champions. They're like getting there on the bag, looking great, bro. They're looking great. And then you start to spar him, and then you're like, "Oh, this is real life." Like, yeah, dog. Like, what are you doing? Dog, this hurts. Heck yeah, yeah. this is gonna hurt right Dude, now. This does not like, feel good. Your body reacts though, and it's you don't even know you have it in you. But when you get punched in the head really hard, and your knees go, I know, and, and you're like, no, no, don't. no. And that's just, that's the thing. I remember I got concussed once one time. You know, oh. by this wonderful like MMA coach, and like he did a spinning back fist, and like he hit me in the side of my eye, and he scraped my eye with the glove oh and like i was just like i was almost out of it like i didn't get knocked out but i was very woozy and the next dude i faced i punched him in the face like 50 times i just jabbed Yo, him fuck to you, death. Fuck you, fuck i was just like doo, 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 doo. I, just, I got tired I was, and then like the next you day, got taught a lesson bro and then the next oh yeah I, le- I, I learned you're like i must punch first i learned to slip and roll sir and block i learned like yes you, that's defense is very important in fighting people very important but uh yeah like even like the next day like you know i'm with my ex-wife and she's just like What's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I think I'm concussed. And she's like, here, take fucking muscle relaxer. Like, thanks. I might die. I don't care. I might be bleeding internally. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Because I, so, like, the, so I basically, like this so much. If you, if you just try a mic, it's going to be so much better than getting punched. 
There's going to be so much better than getting punched. Your 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 heart might get punched, bro. Right here, your feels, the yeah, your feels your might get. Punched. I mean, but no one, no one's ever going to. You recover. You'll no get one, up again. I, you'll and do bomb, it. but no one's ever going to tell you just be like straight up like, "Yo, you suck." <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. shitty, bro. You know what I'm saying? Watch, I get on the mic. They're like, "Boo!" It's only when you're, it's yeah. only when you're shitty the first like four times, and then then after a while, people start being honest with you because they see your ambition. Like, yeah, you're not that good. You want to hear some pointers? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> You keep, you keep doing this, but you're not great at this. What's going on? Yeah. They'll, they'll send you, like, clips of other comedians doing the same exact joke. This is not a lie. This happens. Oh, so if you what? come up with a hacky-ass joke, the chances are that another comedian has done it, like, in the 90s. Or, like, oh. the same premise or something. So, like, you'll... comedians will talk shit. Yeah, they'll be, <laughs> like, they'll, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, here you go. What the fuck? Yeah, so you just go up to like laughs and tell them, "Hey, I want to, I want to." Yeah, buy it. I, I, I would, yeah, I, I would do, I, I would do the so. mint. I would do the mint on uh-huh. Tuesday. Like the mint on Tuesday is a lot more relaxed. Like, okay. like you know, like last is kind of like you got to kind of earn that spot over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and even on the open mic, um, there's still there, there's quite a late waiting list. Like all everybody oh. shows up there. Anybody who does comedy in Tucson, yeah, like that's like where the that's like where the ringers minutes. go. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you know, like I think Johnny Arts and them did like that open mic thing the other oh, night. Oh yeah, they did. Right, and you. Have like the likes of like the best MCs in town there, you know. Saying like yep. Tommy Will's doing open mic, you know. Saying like yeah. that's that's intimidating. That dude's amazing. And you're just like, oh, I don't know yeah. if I want to do my open mic. Like this guy's oh, murdering. The, <laughs> this guy's a national rapper. Like he's a national act. Like ah, oh, okay, I'm gonna go after this guy. You know. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's the way they use. It's kind of like uh, like karaoke. Like I love karaoke. So like karaoke is a singer secret. It's like all, all good singers go do karaoke. Facts. Hey, just do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how they all get started and stuff like that. And you know, like like Cassia, like Shane, you know, does karaoke. Amazing. Antonio, they're they're amazing. Yep. You know, and that's like like I know those kids. And it was funny, they didn't know I rapped. Like they knew like I did karaoke and I was pretty good at it, but they had no idea I was like this guy too. And they're just like, Oh, oh, you're this guy? Like, oh yeah. Like I'm a ringer, sir. Yeah, the first time I met you, I think it was at Arlene's show, right? Yeah. And then um he's like, Oh, he's a rapper. I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, that's funny, bro. I, I've met you before, and then here we are now. I know. I got songs like, oh, my God, that's, it's, this motherfucker's it's, great. That's so Tucson, though. That is the most Tucson thing ever. You know? <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it the most Tucson thing ever? And then to see you, like, in a different light than, like, you being, like, in a bar, like, talking shit to Arlene, because you're like, yeah, that's my best friend. Fuck that motherfucker. She sucks balls. You're like, damn. That picture fat, fucking fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the wildest shit to her. You're just like, huh, y'all must just be friends. We all we always talk shit to each other, right? Sometimes we'll be in public, yeah. and people look at me like, "What the fuck? Like, did you just say that?" <laughs> right? No, that's, I was I was like, "Huh? Okay, okay." They have that type of relationship. They like to fight, and then you know, do the makeup sex. I was thing. I would say that night too. I was I was saying that night, and like someone's probably gonna kill me as I say this, but uh, like I, I was with a I was with a friend, a gentleman, a male friend, and he really liked her sister Maria. Oh, your sister-in-law. Yeah, he was he was all about it. He's like, dude, who's that girl? Like, who is that girl? Like, I don't know. I said, I know the other one. She sings, bro. She's really good. It's Arlene. He's like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Like, can you say did, something did, for me? I'm like, dude, it's 2023, my guy. Like, you, you got to. Yeah, like, don't you have an app that has, like, location and maybe you guys are, like, in the same room looking for somebody? And, and the crazy part was, the crazy part, he, wasn't the, he wasn't the only one that said it, too, you know? It was, like, it was, like, another cat that said it, too. But that guy, like, you know, he, he's just like, oh, she's cute, like, cool. I'm going to see if I could pimp Maria out. Yeah. <laughs> 300 an hour. Right. <laughs> well, one dude, he was like, 
Like he just came up to me too. Like it was just weird. It was just like we're just standing next to each other. Like, hey, Sean, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That girl right there. Like immediately. Right away. And I was just like, I, I like it's cool, man. Did, did, What's did, your name? Like I don't did know. I'll get it for him you. Advice? And that's why I came up and I got the name. I was like, her name's Marie. He's like, oh yeah. I was like I don't know. There you go, buddy. I'm, I'm gonna go over here now. <laughs> Did you offer him advice? Did, no, did, why, why are you offering advice? Did, like, you got did, the name now. Go well, over there. I don't know. You tell should you. tell him to write a poem. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Oh, like fuck. In front of her. <laughs> he wasn't a poet. He was, like, three he was a regular cat, dude. Like, just a regular cat. And just some regular cat that you see, like, once in a while there. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> what do you like right, that? All right. All right. I'm just. I'm not, reveal, you, I'm not revealing names. And you haven't given Homegirl the, the chapbook yet. You haven't given her the poem? Oh, I will never give that one the poem. Okay. So cool. I wrote about different people And I wrote about the crush I mean it's not My girlfriend I have now She's amazing But I was like I'll never give that to you lady Like what the heck She <laughs> inspired something She don't even know it And that's, that's alright I mean but it wasn't bad Like what I wrote in the book Was basically like It wasn't meant to be And it wasn't You know like oh. It really wasn't So it wasn't like I was saying like Oh I'm professing my, my love To this lady Not at all I just thought she was cool as fuck You know He's all She has amazing tits No I'm oh, just my, oh my god, oh my god. I didn't <laughs> say kidding. all that <laughs> You know, but like, yeah, but like there's certain people like there was a woman like, you know, she was a divorcee and like she would go do karaoke and she would just get hammered, dog. Like she would get hammered. She just wanted to dance with everyone. How can you do karaoke sober, though? This is know. something I've it. never. Oh, I do God. It. I like it. I do it just to I don't know, help get better on the mic. And help yeah, and, but but I was doing it drunk, right? Like, you know, when I yeah, when I wrote Never Thought, like, you know, I, I was drunk Sean karaoke. Like he was hammered, awesome. drinking martinis, like Damn, cry, crying and, and shit, like crying. singing, singing Whisper. You know, it works. It works. On, it works I on the you. album. Singing Careless Whisper. Like, and it, I even it, mentioned it, it like off. in the song. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, you know, drinking martini sober, you know, singing Careless Whisper. Like Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it was. That was all at the Margarita Bay, bro. Getting shit faced and getting shit faced, heartbroken. Sing, yeah, singing Careless Whisper and just me like the night the music seems so loud. Like that's the only part I cared about. Get all into it, right? <laughs> like I get all super into it and then and then just like go to the KJ and like, I'm going home. I'm sad now. I'm gonna go cry. Okay. Like I'm gonna yeah, literally just go home, go home and just cry. On the way home, like, way, 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 just crying over a burrito. We've all done it before, dude. We've all, we've all, <laughs> oh my, I dropped my burrito. Oh my yeah. god! We, we, we've all spilled tears in our in our Nikos at the end of the night, the bro. Or, I, I, yeah. Yes, that was it. Los <laughs> Betos at the end of the night. You know? watching, watching YouTube videos, watching like watching slapped ham on YouTube, like paranormal <laughs> videos. Is it real or is it fake? I don't know. I'm just Dude, why is it that they always come up at three a.m. You're on TikTok yeah. or YouTube? To Facebook and they're like a uh, mysterious shadow creature in my kitchen or, like what the <laughs> fuck I, I always wonder why like they're always shadow people and then they're just they're always they're always in white people houses like white people don't experience <laughs> exactly, that shit, we don't experience that shit. Like, well you know why dude white people and antiques are a thing oh it's and true and it's those fucking antiques man look but slaves don't have souls so I guess there's no ghost slaves like there should be a billion of them like what know, the fuck know, well because no antiques Oh, I, I, no, seriously. The antique road show. <laughs> it's I, a conduit. It's, yeah, it's just seriously. Uh, you get those old dolls and those mirrors and those Chester drawers and shit. You don't see that in uh, like a black person's home. You don't see and antique armoires. Well, you know, you know, it, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you know, that's you don't, you don't by design, to, right? Okay. You know, like you know, they didn't want us to have any of that shit. Well, you know, you don't go to a Mexican person's home and see anything that's like. 
Like none of my uncles, my nana did. Nobody had antiques. We had old shit, but no antiques. But it was, right? it was like, our old. Yeah, shit. like no one's like, oh, it's yeah. been passed through my family to yeah, generations. Exactly. What's that? The, 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 and, and the only things that were passed down from generation to generation, and like the you know mental and, and, illness. Well, <laughs> yeah, you alcoholism. But alcoholism and like uh, Catholic relics, They're like this cross was given to your, you know, great-grandmother and she brought it over. This was before they drew the line and we became America and blah, blah, blah. And like, so you have this old silver cross and you know that shit's haunted. So you put it out in your front yard and you like build a shrine. It's like, get that shit With the Virgin Mary in my house. And straight pure yeah. silver. Like you're sitting on like a little gold mine and don't even know it. You're like, the silver cross is in front of your because house is worth thousands of dollars. Yeah, they know that that's haunted. Like everybody in the neighborhood that's will know. That's when you give it's it like, to white yeah, people. You, you they don't, don't care. They're just like, I'll put it in the museum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I want this in my house. I just want it right by my bed. Oh right on my God, nightstand. Really? <laughs> I like to look at wealth before I get some shut eye. <laughs> right? Like, no. Like, There's admiring. a ghost in there, dude. Right? Like, <laughs> it's like a Dibby box and shit. It's just like, I'm just going to buy this. Like, they'll just buy something. With, they'll tell you something's haunted and buy it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's haunted. I'm just yeah. going to buy it. Like, I'm going to buy it. Maybe I won't. I'm going to buy it because it's haunted. They're like, I'll pay you extra <laughs> since bro, it's I haunted. Like, bro, I, I, I love, like, thrift shopping and, like, you know, like, in flea marketing and stuff like that. And that's, like, a realistic, like, fear of mine always. Like, I got yeah. this big lion picture, and I always think, because I got it from Goodwill. I'm like, this was it haunted? Is that what's happening? Hmm. Maybe I'll have weirdo dreams tonight. Like, oh, I had weirdo dreams. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't see me fucking around with antiques. It's just not going to happen. Oh, my God, that's so funny. It's not going to happen. I mean, I, I, I like I said, I like yeah. old shit. Yeah. But it's got to be within, like, my lifetime. It's old, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I still have, like, an Atari 2600, Damn. but I'm not going to... No, I don't. I wish. I was like, what? Yeah, it's fine, bro. I, I was wish. like, oh, this dude. I wish. <laughs> like this, dude. In fact, I, I don't think I have anything from the 80s that, that like, I actually owned. Uh, that's no, sad. Me, me either. Yeah. No, man. no, no. I have, like, a, 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 a stuffed animal. Mm, Damn, we still a have A stuffed it. animal. I was two. Oh, that's cute. So you guys don't have haunted do, do stuff? You, no, no, no. Like, that thing is haunted. <laughs> like, dude, it's all like, the stuffing's all out of it. I think I tried to put an iron to it once. Oh, some fuck. Some kid ripped the ear off. I beat a kid up over it. <laughs> no, that's, it's, like, that's some, some Toy Story shit, dude. It probably like, oh, it's up at night, yeah. It, that, that stuffed animal has its own life. It, like once you, once you go to bed, it's like he's the OG too because he's been there the longest. And yeah, shit, he's all just. But he keeps me around. <laughs> I'm trying to retire, you motherfucker. Like you, you're trying to retire. He's all like, kill me. Yeah. All right, well, fuck. <laughs> we're just kind of getting off subject because we're all just clowning. But back to the album. It's amazing. Yeah, and uh, tell me about your newest album. Huh, yeah. So uh, our newest album is just called Album Two because you know we're. I can't come up with a name. Um, the basis of that album is just weird. Like, uh, Luca likes to call it our COVID album, and it's true. Like, the the initial intent of that album was that, you know, like, the first album was me getting back into, like, back into recording and um, back into recording and rhyming. And then, like, the second album was me, was me trying to, like, you know, be just get back to being lyrical again. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and being lyrical. And you see that, that the first song we made was I Bees Me. You know what I'm saying? And that was a very lyrical song. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, like we're getting back into it. But then over time, like COVID happened. Yeah. And social awakening happened. And so the music went that route. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I usually I write political stuff. Like even on Unfuck Yourself, there's a political song on there, a social commentary song. And I wrote several of them for this one. And then, you know, then I got a, you know, a, a diagnosis, you know, of like, 
of the progression of you know of diabetes with my kidneys and I thought I was gonna die so I made Swan Song and I was like oh my god I made this song because if I'm gonna die this is gonna be the last song you know which of course I didn't but that, still that was the song you heard like five hours ago yeah that's yeah. it that five hours ago song that's, what, that's one of my favorite songs for you guys yeah that's, a, that's the whole tip behind and the song was me and, thinking and, I was gonna you know, die you enjoyed the song where he's talking about I'm gonna die it, it, that's the I'm gonna die song. Like, you know, it hits deep because I'm gonna die too. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like I'm gonna die, and I'm just gonna have all these regrets, and this is it, and then just reflecting on like who I am and everything. You know, that's pretty. It's pretty nutty. Um, and then like it goes down to you know the other songs and stuff like that, and there's still songs there and they're lyrical. Like mercifully, it's just a, a ill beat. And I was like, I just wanna just rap, rapidly rap on yeah. it. So we did it, and then like the last song I made was uh, Never Thought, and Never Thought's my divorce song. Um, it's a song I sung, you know, being drunk in karaoke, like singing. Like, I would write this song and then go do karaoke. I would write this song drunk and then go do karaoke. Oh. And then, like, go home. Yeah. And I would keep writing this song. And I would just keep sitting there just writing this song and refining it and refining it over and over again every time I would go in there getting hammered. Until, like, I got into an incident there in which I got kicked out of the Margarita Bay. And you fucking suck Margarita Bay, by the way. Don't go there. Damn. The place is trash. Um, it don't like people who look like me. So I'm just gonna say that. Oh, um, fuck. fuck that place. Um fuck so that place. anyway, yes, for real. Um anyway. You know, and like, you know, I kept perfecting it, perfecting it, you know, writing it at work and everything. Like not at work doing work, sorry guys, during the lunch period outside. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just sitting there during my lunch breaks and writing the song. And then like and then I finally had it and we recorded. It was funny, Lugo gave me the beat a very long time ago. And he said nah. And I said not nah to this song. I said not nah. to that beat. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't dig that one. And we made all these other songs, but then I don't know why magically that song resonated with me. At that, well, you see, and but that's the thing. It's just like you. I did mention that this is a COVID album, and we did Eyes Bees Me, and that's um, that's a very bravado song. That's a very like, yeah, we're gonna start this project and we're gonna slay the world. We're just so awesome, and. That confidence quickly sank about a month later when they were like, by the way, guys, there's this airborne lung killer that's out there, so you got to wear some masks and you got to lock yeah. yourself in the house for a little bit. Six mm. feet apart. Yeah, so we don't exactly. kill all of each other really quickly, but, you know, slowly over time. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, it's just all the hope kind of got sucked out, and then... Yeah, like uh, kidney disease. No, yeah, like you know, like let's say George Floyd happened, and And so like this album is definitely, and I mean, there was a point for me personally, and then you know, I had family members die during this whole process of this album, and um, just the whole COVID thing really freaked me out. I kind of lost faith in humanity because you know nobody would wear a fucking mask or like just just try to help. Just try yeah. to help a little bit. It got I ugly. Just, yeah, I just saw some nasty motherfuckers out there just being nasty because they could. And mm-hmm. it really pissed me off. Uh, and the mountain was on fire. That, that was a big one for me. Because the only time that I ever felt like happy during that lockdown time, because I had to work through the thing. So I did like eight hours in a freaking mask and talking to customers. And um, the only time I ever felt like good was when I would go for my afternoon walks and have my headphones on and sort of listen to some music and get inspired so I can make some more beats. And the mountain caught on fire. <laughs> and I remember like turning the corner, <laughs> uh, turning the corner from, from my, my place and walk, getting to the sidewalk and I would get a straight shot of like the Catalina Mountains. And I saw a little dot of, of yellow one evening 
And then the next day, it was a huge, big, round mass of fire. And I was just like, I think this is the end of the world. <laughs> and just oh, so I started making beats like frenetically. It was just like every day I made a beat. Every day I got on my MPC and uh, I, I got just enough uh material i was like i'm just gonna make a beat a day and it's all gonna be able to fit on like one floppy disk right <laughs> so this is the mpc that i have is very old it's from 1997 and then it used the floppy disk um and it's very hard to get an entire song on one floppy disk so the challenge was can i be able to make a full song on one floppy disk and so i just did that over and over and over again so the beat that I sent him for Never Thought, which ended up being the last album, but the last song on the album, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, that's all one floppy disk. That's all like, that's Damn. less than six seconds of actual sound. But you know, th there's tricks that you can do is record things into the NPC really, really fast and then slow it down when you play it back and then you can do stuff. So that was one of the things, and one of the early things that I sent him when I sort of had this kind of breakthrough and I was really like desperate and manic, like, dude, we need to release this shit. The world's gonna end. <laughs> gotta do it now. The mountain's on fire and people are dying. And <laughs> the mountain we, was on fire. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, I, I was about like worried that. about, I mean, uh, you so know. I was going down, like, oh my yeah, God, dude. this is over. It got crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, people's nanas it, were dying and everybody was like, no, nah, COVID doesn't even exist, dude. I'm like, it does. Yep, There's yep. fucking old people dying. Like, you, might and well like, like, you might as well have like the mythical like volcano that is Mount a mountain that everyone talks about like it's yeah. a volcano like it's not oh yeah they're like it's gonna erupt one day <laughs> right like everyone says that right in tucson they're like yeah, yeah. that's like believing the la Llorona was only a tucson thing yeah like oh yeah dude la Llorona, it's tucson it's Santa Cruz wait River. a minute though la Llorona is not just a tucson thing yeah it's not dude lies lies that's, lies. Lies. that's lies dude <laughs> well, you know, all the arroyos, they kind of run into each other, right? They all, yeah, there's one works. common arroyo. Yeah, but so, so we never thought, um, I'm like, again, it's back on subject, back on subject. Sorry. But, uh, but we never thought, um, it was a conditional song. So I wrote it and I recorded it. And then Lugo's like, and this is like me, like still, like, I'm still married at the time, you know? And like her marriage is falling apart, unfortunately. And like, Lugo's kind of like, so like, I don't think you should put this out. I think like if oh. your marriage survives, you should, this song should never see the light of day. Oh. And literally a week later, we, we thought divorce. Because he played her the song. I didn't play oh, the song. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm, the song. Song. <laughs> I'm just going to play this song for you and divorce hey, you. Hey, sweetie. But what, but, what, but what did happen? No, but what did happen is that, um. Like, you know, we would do, like, behind-the-scene recordings of what we made. And, like, you know, and that song was one of them. It was, like, one of the kind of recording scenes. Because that's something we became routine to do. To kind of show you, like, how our process works. Which is kind of fun. And people actually like it. And, like, she did. She heard it. She's like, I don't know. What does this mean? I'm like, uh, no. I, I, but, like, but, like, like, after that. Like, like weeks and weeks later after that. You know what I'm saying? And then we finally discussed divorce. And then, you know, I went to Lugo. It's like, okay. We just, we just put this out. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and, it, it, and the album is full of heavy shit because it was a heavy time like we all just collectively got through some heavy shit as humans you know we just, we all collectively got but through still, this yeah but still not tried to like make it super reflective of that right like the political stuff was more just like the political climate of like the world and yeah. just how the world is through my eyes like you know Willie Williams was just 
about anxiety, you know, just of like walking through a city that don't really know or care about you, but yet you're here still trying to do it, you know? Yeah. And like even just taking the name of Willie Williams, you know, a person, you know, the first head black coach ever hired in Division One sports was here at the U of A. He was a track and field coach. And, you know, and he just never got his flowers until 2022. Like, he yeah. didn't get put in the oh, Hall of damn. Fame until 2022. Yeah. And, like, and then, he put dudes through, like, the Olympics. Yeah, he he was he Olympics. trained Olympians. I think it was for 1984. Yeah. Uh, 84 Olympics. And yeah. so he was uh, quite the badass. And no, not he, 84, because I think he died in 81. It was before that. Okay. So it was well before that. I, I mean, I, well, but, I, but I, other I can wi- Well, you should Wikipedia. <laughs> Willie Williams. <laughs> but yeah, but he, but he has trained Olympians, yeah. though. Like, he, had, he totally has. Yeah. You know, he, he's trained Olympians and stuff like that. And I think he was in the Olympics himself, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, but just never got his flowers. And the only reason it came about was, like, you know, I had a friend who passed away, and, like, I was kicking it with another friend who I made through this friend. And we're all, like, at the famous Sam's one night kicking in this drunk guys like oh, we all talking sports he's like his black history month and and you talking sports and you don't know who willie williams is like who the fuck is willie williams dog <laughs> the hell you know and then like it stuck with me and like he ended up like looking all this stuff up the next day and i was like holy crap like you know and they ended up being like the people were his family oh those were like his his kids like one of his adopted sons and so he son. ended up so you know so i ended up like i was like huh i was like and his story reminded me just of that song. I was like, well, I'm yeah. going to name that song. After Willie, that. Willie Williams Damn. ended up uh, killing himself. Yes. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. At the U of A. Yep, at the in the York. locker room. At the McHale Center. <gasps> yeah, the at, at the McHale Center. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it was somebody was working there. One of the assistant coaches or something found him with, mm-hmm. with the gun. And I don't know if there was a note or anything like that. But, I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, that you... you you go through your uh, Tucson in life here being a big U of A fan and um, especially U of A sports and, and you should know who Willie Williams is. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4, Tucson AZ 85712. Or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. You know, especially for all that he accomplished, and you, you, you don't. And so this is definitely somebody who deserved to get his flowers, but never really did. And, and nobody really knows about Willie Williams even to this day. Now, there, there's an annual track and field meet uh, for high school and college uh, every year called the Willie Williams Invitational, but there's no, um, nobody really, the average person doesn't know about, and they yeah. should, they should yeah, know, like, they should know Willie Williams just why, as much as they know Lute Olson. Yeah. And that's, know? and that's exactly why I wrote in the song. I'm like either Olson or your Williams, I became the latter because that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like either you'll be like forever remember like Lute Olson, like, you know, legend, everyone knows Lute Olson, right? 
like Lil Olson's the greatest two selling outside of Linda Ronstadt. You know, like that's mm-hmm. how that works here. You know what I'm saying? It's Linda Ronstadt then Lou Olson. Like I don't I don't know who's in between or who's even after that. You can't even ask me who's after that. Gary Shanley, I don't know. I'm, from, Gary's from Phoenix. No, Gary Shanley's from Tucson. Really? Yes. No. Yes. Gary oh, Shanley dude, was born I'm... in Tucson, my guy. Crazy, right? Hey, Google, Google. Where's Gary Shanley from? Dude, Google that. I'm telling you, dog, is from Tucson. Gary Shanley tell- is from Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, perfect. You literally got to Google this right now. No, he's from perfect. Tucson, my guy. Stop it. <laughs> oh, like, I feel dumb. Gary Shanley's from Tucson. No, good, it's it's all right. I'm just gonna. That was a good no, no, we're looking at him now. Now, 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 we're Googling. Right? I was like, oh my God, he made me feel dumb on the air. Same guy that cuts the mic off from me, right? Like, you know, that's what you expect. The guy brought it back. I just, bam. Uh, Lalo Guerrero, yeah, he's he's from Tucson. No, lots of lots of famous okay. Tucsonians. All right, let's see here. Mm-hmm. We're doing see. the research, Here's guys. I'm doing the research right now. This is live podcasting, people. Live podcasting, born. Chicago. Yeah. Nah, he lived in Tucson. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm reading. I'm no, reading. he's probably I'm born in Chicago. Maybe he was raised I mean, in Tucson. He was born in... I didn't know he was... Oh, bam, right there. He grew up in Casa Loma State's area, Tucson, Arizona. Bam. Bam. Ah, uh, he was just born in Chicago. What? I didn't know he wrote for Sanford and Son. Oh, what? yeah, bro. Gary what? Shanley. Gary, I used to love Sanford I used to love that show. As, as a matter yeah, of fact, dude. Gary Shanley attended the U of A, my guy, and went to Palo Verde. I didn't know High. that. I didn't know. I didn't know he went to Palo Verde. He went to Palo Verde, dog. Wow. He went okay. to Palo Verde. I learned something There you today. go. You know what I'm saying? Right there on 22nd Street. That's yeah. good old Palo Verde. So, Willie Williams, Linda Rockstead. Lute Olson, Gary Shanley, Gary Shanley, Lalo Guerrero. There you go. These are people that you should know. This is Tucson history. Put Tucson on the map, yo. Yeah. It's like not knowing Calexico or something to me. It's so weird. Who the fuck is Calexico? Exactly. No, you know they're going to put Tucson on the map. Who? You guys. Ah, oh, you guys not at all, it, man. Not at all. And uh, I love you guys' work. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep it up, man. You guys are amazing. Thank you. you know, like I said, um. Just hearing your music, like, kind of hit deep, and now you talking about the depth and meaning behind it, bro. I love it even more now. Like, oh, thank yeah, you. man. And it's you know it's funny. I was telling you that's my favorite song, and like, that's very personal to you. You know, like it was. It was. It was a scary, scary song. Like the, the truest line is, uh, and it's funny. The truest line. I'll, I'll just reveal it. Like, um, you know, like uh, my my aunt Cindy told me this the other day. She's like, you know, I talked about my uncle and my brother. So my uncle and my brother both shared the same name, you know. And my uncle like was the first person to die in the projects because I grew up in the projects on Tenth Ave and Cutting Chambers, and he was the first person to die from there, um, you know, by some dude at the rec center. Like, you know, he got killed, mm-hmm. you know. And then the irony too is like my little brother who shares the same name is actually in prison for murder himself. Holy you know? shit! So it's like mm-hmm. projects like, didn't fuck around, dude. No, they didn't. Um, oh no, they were, they were shooters for like shooters were cool. Like everyone's a shooter now, but back then they were shooters. Um, you know, that's why I'd say you know, and I grew up in the Jays, you know, where they killed Bobby Ray, made a killer of Bobby J. You know, like that's that's home, that's where I grew up. You know, so that's why like when she said that, I was just like, oh man, like yeah, you know, like mentioning like an uncle I never met like I never met Bobby Ray he died like I think seven years before I was born wow damn so I never met dude yeah I remember I remember the 10th Avenue projects were kind of um, oh, I, I had uh, been there I, I had some family members who lived there 
And uh, so we would go there around Christmas or whenever, you know, whenever we had to see different parts of the family. But, yeah, it, it was no joke. The projects didn't mess around back then, man. Oh, no, it was kind of. It was, was wild, bro. It was, but it was still a lot. We, we did have a lot of fun. Oh, no, those kids, that's kids, <laughs> those kids were fun. And, oh, yeah, no, dude. You got to make it fun. Dude, you know? we were kids yeah. playing fucking tackle football in the fucking street because we're yeah, out of our little minds. Lot. Yeah, <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, I was just to play tackle like, football right on, like, the, on the street? Okay. <laughs> just trying to knock fools Because down. you didn't want to go to the park because the park was actually sketchier. Yeah, exactly. And there was the parking lot, and there was weird little parks too. Like there's one we called the Sand Park, and it was like just a sand lot, basically. What? Yeah, and they, yeah. it may have like later on they may have put stuff in there, but like we was like maybe play flag football or tackle football there. But the other fools they were crazy, you're like that. You know, just lots of misadventures with a lot of homies. Like the best thing from the projects and the most fondest memory to me is like, so they had a like a, we these kids do a haunted house. So we had a haunted house and it was dope. So this haunted house, you had to pay, I think, was it a dollar or maybe 10 cents? I forgot what it was, or 50 cents, 50 cents to a dollar. So we go in there. So what they would do is that we go, because in the projects inside the buildings are upstairs and the downstairs. So this was a hood ass haunted house. Oh my God, let me tell you how it works. (laughs) Okay. So this hood haunted house is dope as fuck. So like, so you go upstairs, they put you in the kid's room, they turn the lights off and then the kids just beat you up. That's the haunted house. You just get in the first time, dude. We are blindsided, like me and my boy Pelon and his brother Miguel and all them, bro. Like we were blindsided. We just got beat up. Just do the little hands coming over, and these kids are like eight year olds, nine year olds. We're like. 10, 11, 13, like, you know, so we're older kids, and we're just getting beat down, dude, so, like, we were so angry that we got beat up, because then, like, they flashed the lights after they got dude beat us up, and they were like, what the fuck, and then, like, they rushed us downstairs, you were so we went, so like, we went to my grandma, so, like, me and my little brother, and, like, me and my little brother, and my boy Pallone and his brother, and, like, we all, like, scrounging money back together, like, let's go ask her nanas to get money, like, heck, yeah, dude, when they asked my grandma, we all got money, you know what I'm saying, back, and then we paid again, and we just beat the shit out of them the second time. Get revenge we, 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 we were prepared the second time. God, motherfucker, because they had the bunk beds. We just tossed them up, drunk bunk beds, dude. We were fucking them up. Oh, oh, that, that's, oh. that's so Those kids are so dope, man. Like, so I, I wish, like, like, oh, man, I wish I could see one of those kids this day and I just would laugh with that. Like, remember that shit, you punk motherfuckers? Oh, like, uh, you beat the fuck out of us? Like, God damn it, that was a, the ghettoest hiding house ever. Like, some jackass shit. Right, bro. <laughs> In the hood haunted house, you get beat up, dog. That's not a regular haunted house. They just scare you. In hood haunted house, they beat you up. I think you know what it is too. This I'm gonna say another thing. It's funny. So I went to um, I went to fucking nightfall one year, and like you know, and like we're we're doing the nightfall thing, and some girl scared me, and I punched her in her titty. And my ex-wife was like, we got to go. Like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm sorry. Maybe it's just the, the trauma from, like, the ghetto haunted house. Like, I'm like, maybe you just, you know, like, I got to punch a motherfucker. I'm sorry. Well, I'm scared. Bam. I'm, I'm going to hit you. work, though. That haunted house stuck with you for the rest of your life. It did. It made me, It made me like, Thanks. punch some lady in her titty over it. Because I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, and she was like this. I punched her. She's like, oh, my titty. And it was like when I first started boxing too, so luckily, luckily I didn't have technique down. Quick jab, pow. Yeah, I was like, ah, real quick. Just yeah, yeah. Like, put your hips into it. Yeah, just twist it over and shit. Like, twist your hip, dog. Bam, just real quick. Oh um, man, no, that was funny. I, I, I was just like, my titty is all she said. I was like, oh, Yo, and my, my ex wife just pushes I'm me out. I'm sorry. Like, I just go. saw. I, I would just flash back to the hood haunted house. Sorry, sorry. They were beating us up. Ten, I had to pay 10 but cents it, to get my ass But, dude, but this is how gangster it was. Like, they would just throw sheets over your head and just punch you in the face. Like, that's how dope it was. 
There's some blood on there. But bro, I'm telling you, they were they were gangsters, dog. Those little kids were gangsters. Oh, fuck, I love But it. the fact that you like guys like you, you you started working out and shit. There was like a montage going on. Y'all lifting weights, saving no, up no your montage. money, saving up your money. Bro, we went back immediately. That montage was like ten minutes because we went back and exactly. just got our money back, like, and we had to get revenge. They're like, "Hey, mom, can I borrow ten cents?" You guys are like jogging, you know. And then got your hoodies on. When you get in there, you're like, "Gotcha, bitch." You know, so shit's so funny when the back of your head hurts. Oh, you guys are back already, huh? <laughs> yeah, we are. You guys want round two? We're back for revenge. <laughs> oh man, it's like the Allstate Valley dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had to get back. We had to get our leg back. We had I love to. it. Um, uh, anyways, you guys, you guys are fucking great, man. Um, where can people find you guys? Find your music? Um, we are on like all streaming platforms. You know, Spotify, yeah. YouTube, um, Amazon, Tidal, Tidal. Amazon. All of them. YouTube, music? Apple too. Yeah, Apple, like whatever. Um, we have a Bandcamp. It's uh, Sean Harris Raps. Um, Bandcamp. Bandcamp.com forward slash Sean Harris Raps. There you go. S H A U N H A R R I S R A P S Raps. Um, yeah, and like I said, I gave you like my little like uh, sticker with the QR code thing. Love it. And it goes to my link tree, so you can put the links like up there and stuff like that. I say direct Please. people to the Bandcamp because you know I like money. Links will yeah, be on okay, the episode yeah, description. You, you, can, you can give me money for the album. And he still needs to pay me for the beats, people. So, you know, it's just it's that, it's that Tucson I'm sorry. Yeah, you yeah. Just so gotta, you gotta I still pay, pay me for the beats. I, so, you know, I, go to the band. He already has my soul, sir. Like, so, what, what do you want? <laughs> he sold that to you. You guys listening, support these guys, man. You guys do amazing. Oh, you thank know. you. Appreciate it, man. Keep it up. Um, yeah, so, like, our next, our next show, just to let you guys know, you know, we're doing... Um, Next show together, we are doing um, July July 1st. 1st. Uh, it's a Saturday at Shea's Lounge with uh, Ox National. So it's like, uh, think of if the Roots, you know, had Sean Price as their hype man, as their lead MC. Dude, I love that place too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it would be super fun, man. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like July it, 1st. Oh my God. Ox National is like, it's a wonderful act. I wonder if they'll yeah. have the bartender. There. Like they and literally have a bartender. That, do, do we have the other date locked in? Is that a thing? Mm, we're working on like another show um, coming up. It, it's not super locked in yet, so I'm not going to say much to it. And yeah. Maybe another show after that. But, but um, just well, listen, listen to the album. All streaming platforms. Sean Harris. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my Instagram is you know me Sean Harris. So um, yeah, and Jay Lugo Miller. Jay Lugo Miller uh, Instagram. I post. I, I post too much and it's mostly bullshit but uh, J underscore L-U-G-O underscore Miller M-I-L-L-E-R yeah. like like the beer yeah yeah so yeah definitely check out our, our old man raps yeah sorry yeah. kitties love it the kids should like it it's something they'll like it it's got okay. the big boom 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 going you know. it does it does they like it they'll dig it so yeah, yeah no enjoy our, enjoy our music um yeah, and don't be afraid to let us know, like, if you like it, if you, what you didn't like about it. Heck, you know, I just want to hear something. You can you can heckle me. I've been, yeah. I've been You're like, oh, my before. God, this is trash. I don't know why Chewie brought them on here. Like, yeah. like, sorry. No, no. I love you guys' music. Like, um, I dig it, man. Appreciate it. Like that song you were talking about, that's what we featured today on this episode. You know, and, um, yeah, you guys are ready to listen to it. And, uh, appreciate you guys coming on again. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Thank, thank you, Chewie. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, keep kicking ass. Oh yeah, and and don't take his mic away next time. Right? Like I, I, I know better now. Oh my god, don't you do it that, took sir? So long. But uh, I like how he waited till years till you were two albums deep to tell me that. <laughs> 
So I'm like, oh, I'm stuck with it. It's, it's, like, it's like, it's like, Sean, the subtext is it was a lie. <laughs> it's like being in love that. with somebody and then like you don't find out some harsh shit until like they're like you're on your wedding night. <laughs> like by the way, you know, I'm an international spy. I'm like what? <laughs> like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you don't kill four people. Like why don't word? I right. love it, man. Right. And uh, so this is uh, Swan Sean. Yes. And uh, yep, enjoy. If this is gonna be the last song that I'll ever make, you better have a killer buzz just like Leatherface. Don't worry about me, y'all. I'm up in a better place. I was only visiting, was never ever meant to stay. All the haters, I forgive you. All the projects can't commit to. All the training and the gaining never belted in jujitsu. If Trump can have a big lie, then Sean can have a big tooth. Talking blood, sweat, and tears were never mentioned. Bones and tissue. My musical career was gaslighted as lazy to the point I gave it up because I thought I was going crazy. Well, people are people and hip-hop's really shady and had chosen their heroes and it wasn't me, baby. Maybe it's speculation or a lack of dedication. I can't even commit to taking medication. Maybe I need meditation or looking more vacations, but my soul's only full with a standing ovation. This is just a Sean song, possibly my swan song. Maybe it's the wrong song. Be singing when Sean's gone. This is just Sean's song, possibly my swan song. Maybe it's the wrong song. Be singing when Sean's gone. Music hit me when it hits me riding, looking on the city. My love hits sprinkling when Tucson wants me. Keep this place all shitty. Tucson born and raised, another child of the Jays, where they killed Bobby Ray, made a killer of Bobby J. Molded and remolded to who I am today. The Frank Sinatra Tucson, I'ma do it my way. So leave me the fuck alone and watch what you say. Oh, we gonna have prom the old American way. I know the difference between Hordelay and Andalay, between both Silvers, Anderson and Wanderlay, eating at the Bombalay, falling like it bombs away. See you on the flip sign, Sean Arady Honoray. This is just a Sean song, possibly my swan song. Maybe it's the wrong song, be singing when Sean's gone. This is just Sean's song, possibly my swan song. Maybe it's the wrong song, be singing when Sean's gone. This is just a Sean song, possibly my swan song. Maybe it's the wrong song, be singing when Sean's gone. This is just Sean's song, possibly my swan song. Maybe it's the wrong song, be singing when Sean's gone. This is just a Sean song, possibly my swan song. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. 
And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks. You know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes. Also, in between episodes, I like to add me streaming. Yeah, watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just check out my YouTube and uh, Twitter. It's at Ch- Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show. I should change it to that. But for now, it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. See you next week. Peace.